0: What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew
1: this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon.
0: Come on, it's a new year, time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. Uh, You mean stiletto heels? Whatever, they take up a lot of space, Imelda.
2: So what's the difference between this year's closet and
1: last year's closet?
0: Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What
1: about the music and the insightful investigative reporting? Um,
0: oh, the gossip, yeah, that'll still be there
1: Oh, think my rainbows Great,
0: let's get started Hand me a glue stick and the glitter
1: Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes
0: Oh, the Hyatt Countdown. I do love the Hyatt Countdown. And he smiles every time we say that, but it's true. We don't usually get a countdown, um, so we're happy to have that. I, um, Dan Burns, our friend Dan Burns is still out of Medical leave, but I know he's listening. So get better, feel better, do better, well, feel better. It's get well, get well. Get well, feel better. Yes, yeah. is, um get well, Dan. Um, so I am joined in studio um, with Kate Brindle. Our friend Kate Brindle, friend of the show, um, and also Rio Hamilton, who we're going to talk with later um, from the Canterbury House. Uh, So, Kate, how are you? I'm
3: good. How are you? Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for being on. And then, of course, Kate is um, the director of the LGBT Resource Center at at Eastern Michigan University. So so we feel lucky to have um, an expert such as she or her. As she yeah. uh, On the show <laughs> So so what's new? Tell us what's new with uh, Did you go to art fair at all?
3: I did go to art fair I could all, I only could bear it for one day though Because uh-huh. it was very sticky uh-huh. And sweaty Like the art fair usually is And, and did and you
0: buy stick art? art I stick? No,
3: <laughs> I did not I bought a Diet Coke And that was it Oh, and I swear it was probably like $3 Was but... it an
0: artsy Diet Coke? <laughs>
3: no, but they did have I think they're doing it In honor of the Olympics They're having like The different countries oh. On the Coke so. What
0: country did you get?
3: Ethiopia Ooh. Yeah, so I nice. don't know. That's artsy, but I felt like international. Now, are <laughs>
0: so. you an Olympics fan?
3: Um,. I think so. I like that. I like the Winter Olympics, though. Like, really? I like the fi- I like the figure skating. Oh. I do. Yeah. So, are you? Are you an Olympics fan? I, I
0: absolutely am. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. I love the March of Nations. Actually, yeah, you know what I'm talking
3: about. I love when they have the one nation that only has one person. I know. That's you know, I know they've got a lot of hearts. It's
0: cute. It's cute. Yeah. Well, it's like the um, the Bermuda during the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. They send like four people, and they're still wearing B- Bermuda shorts. Right. <laughs> It's cute. It's their shtick. It is, yes. Um, but I love um, the the pre Nations because I really like to see what they're wearing. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's true. You get inspired for fashion it's by the Olympics. It's yeah, true.
0: Um, but generally, I, I, I do like watching the Olympics. And I've been back and forth about you know, do I do I boycott the Olympics this year? You know, um, and we've been having some rich conversation about that with some of our students. Sort of like, you know, thank God it's in China because it makes America look good.
4: That's right. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I know. I, I've been kind of thinking the same thing. In fact, I had a friend of mine that said, can you believe this is a friend of mine from high school said, can you believe they're boycotting? What are they so mad about? It's just the Olympics. Like, well, I think there's <laughs> some things to be mad about. But That's right. I'm probably still going to watch the synchronized swimming, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, nice yeah, nice. yeah. Still.
0: Well, I love the fact that, um, you know, the world can get together to like throw javelins, but we can't talk about nuclear right. arms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lowest kind of denominator, whatever. So so what else? You you did art fair. and, did art fair. Did and by you, the
3: way, I saw a lot of the um the U of M Spectrum Center buttons so that was, yeah, we've yeah. got
0: buttons with a spectrum and an m and and uh they go like hotcakes it's
3: true yeah i saw the, i saw these little boys they were probably like eight years old and they were going around <laughs> to all the booths saying put me on your email list sir. i really care about this cause and they were like the cutest things and they were they were all wearing the spectrum center buttons and then I love I, it. that's how i knew you were there so, cause that's I saw awesome the buttons. every year so. you know i
0: this is the first year that i had not worked the, the the art fair and uh when i used to sit there just sit there all day and bake in the the in our oven of a booth like yeah they'd always have um random little kids were like rainbows and and then they'd come over and grab something and their mommies and daddies would be like uh let's go over here to the Mm. nudists because they're safer than (laughs) the gays
3: We were actually across from The Nudist this were year. You? And it was just funny to watch people's reaction because, you know, the, the well, I don't know if you saw The Nudist, but they usually have bathing suits on. It's true. But they mm-hmm. sit in a way that it looks like they don't. Uh-huh, so just uh-huh. to watch people's reaction, kind of looking over like, is he wearing anything? You know, it was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny because they were across from our booth, actually, the booth that <gasps> nice. I was volunteering at. So.
0: Very good. And I have a friend who lives across the street and upstairs. Mm-hmm. And so he had like this eagle's eye view of The Nudist. Booth, oh nice. Which he, he, he um,
3: enjoyed. He has nightmares. <laughs> oh. I okay.
0: need to find him some help. So,
3: I, thought, I thought they had the best slogan. It was something like we might not be the most pressing or important cause but we have the most fun. So no. I thought, you know the, the nudists have a sense of humor. It's true. So Bring your own towel nice. right? Right. So. Exactly.
0: So. Well that was good. Did you eat an elephant ear? We talked a lot about elephant ears last time. No
3: I didn't. Are, am, I, am I missing out? Are they really good?
0: I mean if you like flat Dough, fried and covered in the cinnamon. Then yes, you're missing out.
3: I who doesn't like that? <laughs> I mean, honestly, really. I I was this is I was really excited about the new drinking fountains this year. Did you know that? No. Why, yeah. They <laughs> This is what I get excited you about art fair. Much. People, that's I great. know people by art. I'm like, oh, drinking fountains and Ethiopian Diet Coke. That's what excites <laughs> me. <laughs> but, no, they had these. It was like the Ann Arbor water system or whatever the public water. Oh, like system.
0: the big troughs with the drinking. Yeah, the yeah.
3: troughs and the yeah, and the, all the copper pipes and all that. And that. That's what's exciting to me. about That our is. Fair.
0: You know, I have recently taken a pledge to myself to drink city water.
3: And how is that going?
0: It's going fine actually. You know it, it, I don't think this, I think city water is fine. They wouldn't put it in the system if it wasn't safe right? Right. So, and this is because I don't want to, I'm trying not to uh, buy as much bottled water mm-hmm. you know, I want to like reduce my carbon footprint or whatever Right. so, um, and I can't afford to like offset it with like buying stuff so like I can't buy credits so I'm like eh. so let's try drinking regular water so. And
3: it's you've been doing that for a while now? It's going well? Yeah, two days. Oh, okay. that's a- <laughs> Oh, wow, a long hey, time every step okay? yeah every step that's true yeah <laughs> and i
0: do want i want to get one of those those i call them the blub blub things for the kitchen you know the big huge blub blub
3: is that their technical?
0: I think that, no. I think that's what the the biz calls them, the oh. industry. <laughs>
3: that's what all the marketing that's guys are saying right. at the meeting. So hopefully, yeah.
0: um, and uh, you know, get that filled. And I was inspired recently because I ate it with my friend, um, at People's Food Co-op. Oh, you ever yeah. go there?
3: I do. I love. Yeah, food I food have co-op. a
0: friend who loves that place, and I always make fun of them like tempe because I always make fun of tempe. Oh, and and um and you know, they have like free blah blah water and i'm like i could do this so so that's it dear listener hear this if you see me you will see me drinking out of my my nalgene bottle filled with city water even though i heard nalgene bottles are now poisonous
3: i think you're just not supposed to heat them up and then drink out of them right away Um, or i've you know it's weird i heard that you're not supposed to put them in the dishwasher because it expands the plastics or something but
0: i thought one of the things was it's dishwasher safe where's my nalgene bottle
4: they
3: might be lying. I don't know. That's just what I heard. That's, oh. Yeah, and yours and, is nice. Yours is bigger than mine. And I have,
0: wow. Well, and I have this little <laughs> spouty drinky thing. Oh. It goes in the lid so it doesn't spill all over me when I go to drink during meetings.
3: That is actually a really good idea because that mine gets caught in the lid and I have it all <laughs> over me all the time.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, we're learning things. Water bottles, you folks. Okay, we still haven't gotten EMU. So how's EMU? Oh,
3: EMU is doing well. We're uh, kind of in a period of... Well, the summer, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm, there's less mm-hmm. students around. so But we're looking forward to, we are doing our Welcome Back Luau, our annual
0: nice. event.
3: Everybody's invited Tuesday, September 9th at 5.30. In oh, Big- that's
0: brilliant. And will there be games?
3: There will be games. Um, I don't know if you were told about it last year, but we had the duck game where we have luau ducks, little rubber ducks, dressed up in luau outfits. Nice. And everybody gets a duck when they come in. And if your duck has an X on the bottom of it, you get a prize. So it's very exciting. So they're so, ducks in drag. They are. Are. They, yeah, they're wearing like lays, and they're really adorable. These ducks, and I was way too excited about them last year, so we're gonna do it again this year. So um, we might do some piñatas. We might have a local band come. Nice. We, we don't know yet, but uh, but everybody's invited. It'll be fun. Um, No pig roasting, though. We get calls. I swear, Uh, people call our office asking us how we roast pigs because they found out that we're doing a luau. I had a call like that two years ago. Some guy wanted our pig roasting recipes, but there will be hot dogs. If people are are interested in that, we'll have hot dogs. Um, We've got that. Uh, We have out month we are planning for, October. And also, we're starting something really cool this um, this fall. We have something called the LGBT Emergency Relief Fund.
0: Emergency Relief Fund. So, okay, if I didn't know anything about that, I would think emergency relief. Fun means you have to really go to the bathroom and you're putting a porta potty somewhere. Like, yeah, we well,
3: right in my office, right? That's where we need it. No, Brilliant. you don't have a lot of space. That's that's that's, that's
0: good for you. you like it. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, come visit us. We have lots of bathrooms. No, but um, what and well, what it is really is um, for students who who basically face you know kind of immediate financial need or financial hardship um, due to issues surrounding their sexual orientation or gender mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. So, for mm-hmm. instance, you know, and, unfortunately, there's still cases where students come out or their parents find out and, you know, cut them off financially. So the goal is to help those students stay in school. So, you know, the fund will help them to stay in housing or pay tuition or... But... but it's not really because we have scholarships through our office uh-huh, as well uh-huh. like we have our Stonewall scholarship um but you know this is more of like an immediate you know you need the funds right now so oh. um so we're starting that we're really excited we uh, we had a concert in April with Melissa Ferrick, and we had a silent auction nice yeah so we raise a lot of money so uh yeah we, we want to start giving it out
0: that's brilliant and so so uh is this this is brand new
3: this is brand new. Yep. Nobody, it, it's, we're hoping to, to start giving out the money in the fall. We've been raising money for it, but uh, we're actually going to give it out now, oh, which that's is great. the exciting part. And yeah. people
0: can go to your website and find out more about it or email you and find uh, out more about it? They can email
3: me and find out more about it. Can I give my email Absolutely. Is Absolutely. Okay. It's, um, it's K-Brindle. So it's K-B-R-I-N-D-L-E at E-M-I-C-H dot E-D-U.
0: Great. Great. Uh, and that's the emergency...
3: The LGBT Emergency Relief Fund. Great.
0: Wonderful. Well, so um, any other updates you want to talk about? Anything else fun? Are you going to... I I think we can talk about beer on the air, can't we? Okay, beer. There's beer. Beer Fest.
3: Beer Fest. (laughs) I'm not. Now, going- did you go to the Elvis Fest? No, but I want to do so it's bad. Really it's you go it's, it's, I think the beer fest is too. Somebody was telling me today it's like $25 and you, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm not sure <laughs> to say that. Okay. It's some amount of money. That's I heard a rumor. <laughs> it was just a rumor. Okay. I don't know if it's true or not, but um, yeah. Okay.
0: But it's fun because, uh, you know, so here's the thing is that I'm from St. Louis and right. I think people have heard me talk about this, but Budweiser Anheuser-Busch, which is based in St. Louis, was just bought by InBev, which is a Belgium company. Company, are they Belgian. Heineken?
3: Did yes. They know? Oh, they are. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. No, well, they're Stella Artois.
3: Okay.
0: And um, I have a friend, Peter, who's Belgian, who I make fun of all the time now. <laughs> whenever he orders a drink, I'm like, why don't you order one of your beers, Budweiser? <laughs> and he doesn't actually get it. <laughs> So it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but I think we're going to go and, and, and taste some of the Michigan microbeers yeah. in am excited. Yeah.
3: What kind of beer do you like? Can we talk uh, about
0: that? I, we can talk about that. Oh, right? okay. We're of age, right? Um, and if you're under 21, cover your ears. Right. right? So you have go. a Coke at the have Beer Fest. Coke. They, have a Coke. Have sure an Ethiopian Coke.
3: Yeah. There you
0: go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a multicultural Coca-Cola product. <laughs> at the Beer fest. Um, uh I really like Half Haffaweissens. So like fruity beers. Mm-hmm. Go figure. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really light beers. I'm not a big fan of the dark ones, yeah, the hoppy I agree. ones, but you know, I, I'm sure that after, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm most interested in just tasting the microbrews. Yeah. Like I like the, the, the summer wheats and the, like, um, like the cherry beers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, and I've never been, and I'm trying to, the other thing I'm trying to do more is hang out in Ipsy more. Yeah. So I went to Aubrey's the other day and was yum yum. So Good.
3: do you go to sidetracks? And-
0: um, I have been once, so and I also discovered a couple of Mexican places, Mexican food.
3: It's really, you know, we do. And, and I'll tell you what, we have a lot of, uh, actually speaking of Ethiopian, we have a really good Ethiopian restaurant too really? that we go to a lot. Yeah. For lunch. Um, yeah, so I, I think, you know, honestly, I think there's a lot of places in Ipsy that people just don't know about. So people should swing by and swing by the LGBT Resource Center while they're there. That's right, and you're to. in that
0: new beautiful building.
3: Yeah, we are in the new student center on the third floor.
0: Don't look at the carpet because it confuses you. It, I, the carpet gives me a headache. It's very oh, busy. The
3: car- it is. Yeah, like in the ballroom. <laughs> well, we don't actually, our hallway doesn't have carpet. So no headaches near nice. us.
0: Phew. Yeah. She always worried, yeah, I
3: know, I know
0: well, excellent, so um, let's take a quick, quick break, um and then when we get back, we're going to i want to talk about Lambeth, do you know what Lambeth is? I it's don't. not a beer, so okay. La- Lambeth is this big conference gathering gaggle meeting of episcopal and Anglican um bishops, huh. and they're meeting in England and um the big hubbub is about Gene Robinson, who's the who's the bishop of New Hampshire, um, who's openly gay and mm-hmm. just uh, had a commitment ceremony with his partner. Um, and there's like a quarter of the bishops who are just like, I'm not going to go, because you know. Anyway, so we'll talk more um, with uh, Reed Hamilton, who's a chaplain here uh, for the Canterbury House, um, which is um, a ministry connected to St. Andrews, which is the local Episcopal Mm -hmm. Church. So um, you're listening to Closets of Recloset and WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and we will be right back.
5: didn't know what time it was The lights were low, oh, oh I leaned back on my radio Oh, oh, Some cat was laying down Some rock and roll out a solar said Then the loud sound That seemed to fight Came back like a slow voice On a wave of fight That one no DJ That was hazy The sun, man,
6: waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he never...
5: The TV we may-
0: And welcome back. Um, You're listening to Causes for Clothes and FM Ann Arbor. Um, And uh, we are joined in studio, we're very lucky to have uh, a good friend and guest, uh, the Reverend Reed Hamilton, who's chaplain at the Canterbury House, which is uh, the Episcopal Center at the University of Michigan. Um, And, you know, I invited Reed to talk today because um i've heard gene robinson speak and i'm constantly sort of inspired by his message and who he is and what he stands for and what he does um and i was just shocked to hear that you know that at this large conference of this gathering of of episcopal bishops that he was not invited is that right
1: that's right thanks for having me gabe by the way appreciate it and hey kate (laughs) Um, yes, the the invitations to the Lambeth Conference uh, go out from the Archbishop of Canterbury, mm-hmm. who is the primary uh, bishop of the Church of England. Um, the Church of England is one of the churches in the Anglican Communion. Uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury about every 10 years. Uh, invites all of the Anglican bishops from around the world, well, we hope all of the Anglican bishops Mm. from around Mm -hmm. the world, uh, to a thing that's called the Lambeth Conference. It's named after Lambeth Palace, which is the archbishop's residence. It's too big a conference to be held at Lambeth Palace anymore. (laughs) Um, There are now about 800 uh, Anglican and Episcopal bishops from churches around the world, um, uh, there are about six hundred of them there for this lambeth conference
0: so so those those remaining two hundred and a quarter of them d- they just decided not to go
1: well uh, that 's right. There are some who have decided not to come because they are indeed unhappy with um, the liberal direction of uh, the American Church in particular, but also the Canadian Church, also the English Church, also the Welsh and Scottish churches. Um, there uh, but but not all 200 bishops who are not there are not there because they are protesting some mm. are protesting, some can't afford to be there mm. um, some can't do the travel some have ill health, I mean there are a variety of reasons, but yes, there are a significant number of bishops who are who are protesting.
0: So, and, and are they breaking rules by just not being there? No,
1: it's an it's an invitation. You know, it's like an invitation to your family reunion. Um, if you don't show up at your family reunion, you might be breaking somebody's rules, <laughs> but you're, but you're not breaking <laughs> the rules.
3: Are they? Do you think um, some of the 200 that are protesting are they organizing themselves? Are they having anything like this or like a conference where they're talking about what they believe?
1: There, uh, if, again, not all 200 are protesting. Right. Okay. Um, and uh, there was a uh, a conference uh, prior to Lambeth uh, that was held in um, Jerusalem. There were um, several. Uh, primates of the Church, their primates are like Archbishops, like um, Catherine Jeffords Shorey is the presiding Bishop of the Episcopal Church in the United States. She is a primate. Mm-hmm. The Archbishop of Lamb of uh, Canterbury is a primate. Um, there were uh, a group of primates and some bishops associated with them who met. At a uh, conference in the Middle East, it was um, they w- it was mostly held in Jerusalem. It's called Global Anglican Future Conference, or
0: GAFCON. Ooh, um, that sounds like that. That sounds like an evil organization out of G. A. Joe.
1: Well, <laughs> it does. I'm not here to characterize them. <laughs> um, but uh, they held a uh, they held a conference at which um, they, uh, you know, were were at. Hoping to implement some structures, uh, either within the church or perhaps outside the church. They can't seem to agree among themselves which mm. it's going to be. Um, for uh, conservative bishops, some evangelical bishops, who uh, feel that they can't tolerate the policies of the churches of the Anglican Communion? Some people say the Anglican Church. There, it's it's not the case that there is There's more than an yeah. Anglican church. There is an Anglican Communion, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is composed of many Anglican churches. Interesting,
0: mm-hmm. interesting. So, so of of the Anglican Communion and the different sort of churches. Within that. So uh, so there are lots of differing opinions, I'm, I'm assuming, about Gene Robinson. Oh, oh and- yeah. The, the,
1: the Anglican communion is fighting all the time. Nice. Uh, in fact, <laughs> the very first— It is like my family. It <laughs> is like your family. The, the very first um, uh, uh, Lambeth Conference was held in 1867. So the Anglican communion as sort of an entity that is aware of itself as such, okay? Actually, only about 140 years old. Of course, it has a a history mm-hmm. and a scope that's much longer than that. But um, it's uh, the very first Anglican communion. There were 144 bishops invited. Only about 70. Let's see, of 76 of those did not show up. Mm. Many of them were protesting the organization mm. of. Uh, uh, of, the of a conf- Lambeth conference yeah. in the first place. So, in actual um, uh, percentage terms, we've got more bishops at this one than were at the first
0: Lambeth hmm. conference. Oh, so, see? Yeah, step so, up. Yeah, I know. Hey. So, so. Um, Is the converse? So a lot of the press uh, has been around Gene Robinson not being invited, but he's going anyway, not as a delegate or as a bishop, but as someone who, um, I don't know. He's he's there to he's there to represent. Right. You know, mm, he's right. there
1: to represent. He's not invited to the conference. He's not uh, participating in um, the actual um, sessions of the conference. Many um, American bishops are very unhappy about that. Hmm. Many American bishops um, th- uh, among the liberals thought that they might um, refuse to attend the Lambeth conference ah. because Gene Robinson was not invited. Hmm. Uh, Gene Robinson asked them not to do that. Huh. so they have uh they have gone and they're there he's there um and um you know some of the conservative uh bishops from around the world uh feel that they uh just don't want to be you know present and that's too bad they are they are missed they're all missed
0: mm-hmm. so outside uh, so by him not being represented, are, are there are there going to be these huge decisions made, like big votes about about gay ordination or things like that? Like, what what is uh, aside from symbolically, Gene Robinson not being there? Like, are, is his voice being excluded? Like a political move? Or,
1: well, this year the Archbishop of Canterbury uh, and the folks who have planned um, the Lambeth Conference. Uh, have endeavored um, very carefully not to make it a legislative kind of mm. um, discussion. The Anglican, the, the the Lambeth Conference has never historically been intended to be a legislative body, although it frequently comes up with resolutions. Mm-hmm. Came up with a very controversial uh, resolution in 1998. Um, that basically, you know, attempted to adopt a stand for the whole communion against the uh, consecration of um, gay and uh, lesbian bishops. Mm -hmm. But um, this year, um, that's not the intention. Uh, The intention is um, for the bishops to be in conversation with one another, and um, to try to just understand uh, one another better. You know, the The problems that the Anglican Communion is facing right now are not really about Gene Robinson. They're not really about the American church. They're not even about um, the liberal direction of any churches. It's really – you've got to place it in a much more global – context Hmm. in my Mm -hmm. estimation. Uh, It's about the slow devolution of the entire British Empire. It's Mm -hmm. about uh, differences in politics and sexual and gender practices Mm -hmm. and identities between um, Africans and Europeans. Um, uh, It's about uh, styles of governance. It's about um the authority of scripture uh, even um although and even the authority are- of scripture is is kind of a minor consideration compared to the geopolitical forces that are always wow and so they're church.
0: all coming to head here in the form of uh a, 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 an argument or i don't want to say schism over gene robinson
1: well certainly gene robinson Bless his heart uh, is the focus of um, an awful lot of energy um, among the whole Anglican communion. But I'll I'll tell you this, Gabe. Um, You know, uh, Gene Robinson has answered the call from God to be a bishop at the peril of his honor and um, perhaps even his life. Hmm. And if that's not a radical commitment to Christ – then I don't know what is, hmm. and um, so uh, you know I, I think it's I think it's sad that Gene uh, has been excluded, and uh, many bishops in the American Church and around the world think that that's sad too. Hmm. Uh, all of us um, expect and hope that at the next Lambeth Conference, ten years from now, we'll be arguing about something else.
0: Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so um, Lambeth in England, mm-hmm. how does that? boil down to Canterbury House on East Huron.
1: Well, uh, Canterbury House uh, here at the University of Michigan, uh, 721 East Huron, okay. Street, uh-huh. is uh, is the Episcopal Campus Ministry at the University of Michigan. We are a ministry of the Diocese of Michigan. Uh-huh. Um, uh, in general, a very liberal diocese uh-huh. with many um, gay and lesbian um, priests mm. um, partnered and otherwise. Um... We're a welcoming community. Uh, We uh, have a very uh, progressive sort of self-identity and really... Out there, worship uh, a jazz mass uh, every week on Sundays during the academic year, um, followed by free supper, and um, it's uh, it's 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 just a a and place. And uh, I'm really it's it's the best job in the church. Don't don't tell my bishop or he'll want the
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> but but the decisions at the Lam- at Lambeth aren't necessarily going to affect. What happens at the at Michigan I, in Michigan? You know, that's
1: it's it's not likely that anything that's decided at Lambeth this week or next is going to affect Canterbury House very directly. We have some students who pay very close attention to what goes on um, in the whole uh, Anglican communion. Um, most of my students, um, frankly, you know, sort of don't care what happens in <laughs> Lambeth. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. And um, so, so things that happen at Lambeth um, affect us tangentially at best. And that's really true for almost any local perish uh, almost um anywhere in the United States mm, mm-hmm. uh, unless people are feeling really energized you know about this conversation, but you know Canterbury House had the conversation about gay and lesbian and transgendered and bisexual people years and years ago, mm. and th- th- you know that 's just not that 's not where we are anymore we're we 're we're thinking about uh you know how we can um Be Christ to the whole world Hmm. um, in a a world that really needs um, some peace and some justice and some advocacy Mm -hmm. for people who are on the margins. By the way, one of our students is at Lambeth. Really? Um, yep. Arita Bridgman is a graduate student here at the university, and oh, she's, uh,
0: Arita actually used to be our engineer here.
1: Uh, is that right? <laughs> wow, well, she's there. She's working as a she's working as a steward at the uh, Lambeth Conference. She's uh, tells me that she's been carefully trained to uh, deal with rude bishops. <gasps> wow.
3: <laughs> has she encountered any yet? Uh,
1: not that she has told me about. So I I hope that she doesn't. But uh, yeah, I, I, and I don't expect her to. Actually, you know, w- like most sort of family gatherings, when people actually get there and start talking to one another, mostly people get along. Nah. <laughs> and, and if they don't, you know, one of them goes and stands over there and the other and one goes pouts, and stands right. over there. <laughs> it's all good. It's okay.
0: Wow. Well, that's great. That's great. So what do you what do you want people to know about... About Lambeth. If they don't know anything and they all they hear is like, oh, you know, something about gay bishops or like this youth schism, like what do you want them to know? Someone might have even said that. I want them to
1: know that the Anglican communion does really, really wonderful work of ministry all around the world. We work for peace, we work for justice. Um, We work for the relief of the poor. Uh, We work for the reconciliation of human beings to God all over the world. And sure, you know, we disagree with one another. What family doesn't? Um, But uh, in the end, um, we are all uh, there for one another, and and that's the point. And uh, as far as schism is concerned, you know— I used to have – I had a spiritual director once who used to laugh and tell me the Holy Spirit is taking the church apart brick by brick. <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know, she didn't think of that as a bad thing. We're, we're always being disassembled and recreated, uh, and uh, that's, that's how God works.
0: Excellent. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back um – we're going to talk about Don't Ask, Don't Tell again. I know to our one listener out there, we've been talking about Don't <laughs> Ask, Don't Tell last week as well. But it's been a big day uh, for the, the policy. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Clauses for Close on WCBN, FM, Ann Arbor. What kind of shoes do you have?
6: What kind of shoes do I have? Kid, I got them all. You say you need a shoe. Well, maybe do perhaps a few have I got shoes for you? I got shoes you wear to stroll and I got shoes you wear to bowl to score a goal or ride a foal. My shoes they have real soul. Hey, what happened to my shoes? I got shoes that make you hop. Ah. Shoes that help you mop Mop? Let's not stop How about high tops Or polka dot flip flops Shoes that come with snaps Shoes that come with straps Shoes with flaps Or perhaps Some shoes that come with taps shoes, shoes Shoes, 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 shoes. Shoes, shoes.
0: Um, that was a couple clips from um, Sesame Street, actually, um, because I Sesame Street has gotten really hip lately. I don't know if you noticed this, but the first clip was Neil Patrick Harris playing the Shoe Fairy, which I kind mean, of appropriate. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who who, who need the visual, uh, look it up on YouTube. But it was it's pretty amazing. Neil Patrick Harris dressed in Fairy Wings is going around giving monsters shoes, and it's uh, you know, it's what he does.
3: I so, think they should develop that into a character.
0: I really a show. think, I think he a really recurring could. role. He
3: could be like his long lost identical twin brother <laughs> slash the shoe fairy. You know,
0: I would love to see that IMDb profile. Yeah, has her MD? <laughs> How I Met Your Mother, Shoe Fairy, shoe Sesame fairy. Street. I love it. And the second one is Feist, who uh, is one of my favorite artists, singing one two three four. One, two, three, four, counting penguins and um, chickens back from the shore and um, something else, monsters. So that was super cute to me. Yeah. And, and I've been watching a lot of Sesame Street lately um, because of my nephew. Who, oh, okay. Um, so I, I, I have an 18-month-old nephew now. And uh, I got this text the other day that my brother and my sister and law had to ring him in for um, a parent-teacher conference.
3: And he's 18 months old? 18
0: months old. Um, wow. I know. Apparently he's biting. Oh. So they called my brother and sister-in-law in, and my sister-in-law was traumatized that her son at the wee age. I mean, this is just going to go great, right, the rest of his life. And so they bought him this book called Teeth Are Not For Biting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the cutest thing to me and I'm like laughing it about cute. it and my brother's like, Um, it's not really funny and I'm like, Okay, <laughs> it's not funny. But, but it's the your The title kids. is
3: funny. The title's pretty And there's funny. also
0: hands are not for hitting
3: hands are not for hitting but but in a way like teeth are for biting like biting food you know like, i mean hands are not for hitting that it's book true, but is
5: incorrect
3: <laughs> it is incorrect i think we should write the publisher i think we should they the to put the you know,
0: they need to put in parentheses like unless you're eating
3: right or, or teeth are not for biting other people right <laughs> like,
0: uh, unless it's self-defense right or right your partner asks for it right.
3: right biting in a mean way being mean non-consensual way. That's, <laughs>
0: wow you know? see there's a lot of there's there's many layers to this there, And I blood. think
3: 18-month-olds need to know all of the they layers. They know it all. Right now,
0: yeah. And so he wants to also make a book called Tales Are Not For Pulling because... <laughs> Because they have two dogs that refuse to be around the baby now. Because he sort of goes up to them and pets them and then pulls their tail. And so, it's I think it's hilarious. So, um it it, I think
3: your brother could write that book. I think so. <laughs> Make some money. I like of that. Him. I'm
0: going to tell him that, that teeth and natural biting is not an accurate representation. Right. Um, so, was there a little biting going on at the shock game last night?
3: I think there might have been. So, there what happened? I didn't watch it. What was going on? You know, I watched it. I'm so embarrassed to admit that I go to PerezHilton.com ah! <laughs> lot um, but, uh, I heard about it and, and then I watched it I don't know what happened I don't I, I think there might have been a foul and then all of a sudden the coaches are involved and apparently Rick Mahorn pushed Lisa Leslie and it just ah, classy. It was just ugly yeah so um yeah I I'm I think maybe they just want to touch each other, and they have no other excuse to do it other than pushing each other and hitting each other. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, So I have never been to a... Have you been to a a shock
3: game? Yeah. You know, honestly, when I used to live in New York, I was a huge uh, New York Liberty fan, and I uh, had probably an unnatural obsession (gasps) with Teresa Weatherspoon and followed her around the city trying to get an autograph and meet her. Um, And And did it work? No, I was... She's still got the PPO. No, uh, no. <laughs> no, I was never successful, but, uh, you know, it is very, very fun. Honestly, I think it's kind of strange. It's like being in a lesbian bar, but there's no alcohol and like there's a game of basketball going on pretty
0: much. <laughs> like, Wait, are there? That's exactly like being a lesbian. Bar. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Exactly, and so it was funny because I used to go with a couple friends, and my one friend was really into the basketball, and the other uh, friend we were just kind of into checking out the players. Yeah, so nice. we went, we went to every home game. I think it was in two thousand one, but you know, I don't know in Amazing. terms of like scores or stats or anything. So, <laughs> but uh, but the shock out—you uh, well,
0: know, players' names and who the coaches were—that's pretty right. I mean, that's <laughs> substantial,
3: right? That's something. <laughs> you know, I'm a jock. No, I'm not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's. Have you been to a shock game? Before?
0: I've never been to a shock game. No,
3: they're they're pretty fun. There, I don't know. I, I went a couple years ago, and it was it was interesting because it wasn't very well attended, and so you could actually hear the players talking to each other. And you, oh. I mean, you could hear it like it was a high school basketball game, pretty much. Oh, so. interesting! It's fun. They give you little balloons and little promotions. <laughs> you Anything know. to get you in the seats. right? Exactly. I and, and I mean, I think it's it's cheap to go, or it used to be. So.
0: Interesting. So, no, I did not catch that, actually. I was, uh, uh, I went and saw the Batman movie last night. Have you seen that yet?
3: No, how was it? It
0: was amazing. The one thing I will say, though, is that Batman, Christian Bale, super hot. Okay. Um, anyway, so when he's Batman, he he has this really deep voice. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm Batman. What, it's like, what is up, right, Hyatt? You've seen it, right? And it's ridiculous. And someone was like, Oh, that's so hot. I'm like, No, it's not. It sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Literally, it's like, why well, I'm Batman. And, and, but Heath Ledger was amazing. Well,
3: that's what I've heard that he was so great. Like,
0: and- I hear that they're gonna uh, they're gonna posthumously. Um. Not elect, nominate him mm-hmm. for an Oscar. Oster, Oscar. And uh, I think it should be for best actor, not best supporting actor, because yeah. he was just amazing. Um, it did feel a little long at some point, mm-hmm. and I felt like I didn't have time to recover for action scenes. Right. But it was awesome. It was tiring. It almost. was. I, yeah. I was wiped out afterwards. <laughs> <I gotta laughs> How say. long
3: is it? It's, it's pretty like long. two and a half hours. Okay, that's yeah. yeah, it's
0: two and a half hours, and the theater was packed.
3: I was going to ask that. Did you, so, but you, could you sit next to the people you went with? Uh, yes, luckily, that's good. but
0: also, I said, that next step. Some people did not want to sex with, but uh, <laughs> they they were the ones who always, you know, i have those people who want to do running commentary.
3: Yes, I saw the strangers and there was a guy uh, doing that. Mm-hmm. They're
0: sort of like, oh, that's not what it looks like in the comic book. And, don't do
3: that. Yeah. Don't go in the door. <laughs> it's like he's
0: going to go in the door, dude. Just shush. Right. They
3: can't hear you. And yeah. they were fighting
0: about popcorn the whole time because the theater ad was like free popcorn refills. So they are like, you get the popcorn. No, you get the popcorn. I don't miss it. You get the popcorn. I'm like, give you a thing. I'm going to get the popcorn. Right. No. <laughs> and
3: after like <laughs> refill number five, maybe you should just stop. I know. You no. Really,
0: seriously seriously but it was amazing i really enjoyed it um and um did you ever watch xena
3: you know i've caught it a few times but i wasn't like a hardcore Z- but i know people that are into xena are like really into xena so
0: <laughs> you, either, you can't uh,
3: kind of get into xena right. you you're
0: either not in the water or you're right. in the water all the way exactly. you're not, mm-hmm. there's no toe no so so not about xena but like uh hercules you know the show hercules yeah yeah they're making a movie out of it
3: they are How do you
0: feel about that? Uh, I'm kind of torn, because the guy who plays Hercules, Kevin Sorbo, Mm -hmm. he's, you know, on the hunky scale from one to ten. I put him at about a, uh, I don't know, a six, a seven if I just woke up, (laughs) (laughs) an eight if my contacts aren't in. Right. So, but you know...
3: I mean, whatever. I think he should just be on American Gladiators and (sighs) not even make the the Hercules movie. You know? Just go get some, like, Stars and Stripes jumpsuit. I I love it.
0: Have you seen... American Gladiators. I me? love Crush.
3: <laughs> I have like this sick fascination with her, and I swear, like it's weird. I'm I'm kind of about nonviolence, but you know, she's a she's a fighter. That's what she does professionally, and I can't stop watching it. I hate violence, but I want to see her beat people up. It's very. Oh, uh, do you watch it? Yeah. I have it. I watch it it's...
0: because it's funny to me. But
3: <laughs> yeah, it's well they still have the names, you know. It's like Crush and Steel and you know, it's um I I think the hair has gotten better since the American Gladiators. I mean they're the still 80s. pretty
0: roided out, huh?
3: Yeah, I think so.
0: Oh, I hope they don't find me. Yeah. But um but some of them are really very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um so the one with the tattoos, uh what's his name? Jonathan. He's the Rock's cousin or like brother or something. Oh. Um yeah. I'm trying to find him as well. Uh, you know, you think I just have this already. We're both like- <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it's hilarious. Um, Ta- Toa, Toa, Toa—that's wow. his name. He's my fave. What does that even mean? Uh, I don't know. But and did you know that actually one of the Gladiators has a, a, a past in adult movies?
3: Which one? <laughs> Paul hogan oh. no. <laughs> i'd pay good money to see no. that no <laughs> no not um, really not really
0: no but but one of them does uh, i think it's justice one of them but justice. again wow. justice
3: <laughs> yeah who's this look at this guy rocket what do you think of him oh uh, he just flashed he, oh he's right there oh now it's titan <laughs> okay well, what would your gladiator names. name be my gladiator name I don't know i know what my roller derby name would be but i'd have to are think you about in my gl- no i'm not i mean no i just think of names if i uh if uh-huh, i was gonna be and? in it um i would be helen killer I like helen keller but that's you know.
0: amazing <laughs>
3: <laughs> or britney fears would be my i favorite. love
0: it those are yeah. both awesome you better trademark those now
3: i should <laughs> i should all you roller derby girls can't listening. Come up with don't, like that don't, I, yeah what would your american gladiator name be? well we
0: were talking about this in the office here today and I, the only one i can come up with is like Battle unicorn or something.
3: <laughs> that sounds fierce. That's you, fierce. Yeah, like have, I've got a horn and you could stab people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, wow. So crush is your favorite. Crush is my favorite. Yeah.
0: She looks like that country music star um, Gretchen Wilson.
3: Oh, she does. Mm-hmm. She's a redneck woman. Woman, right? Yeah, that, Red that's her. Woman, yeah, that's
0: her. Uh, Phoenix is pretty fierce too. She yeah, has I pink like her hair. hair. Uh-huh. She's yeah. And I've decided that my favorite is Hurricane.
3: Hurricane. Is he the one with the long hair?
0: Um he's the one with um spiky pink hair. So
3: okay. He's I'm I'm seeing Zen and Steel. Oh Hurricane (laughs) Oh yeah, he's got like the 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 faux hawk. He's got got the Havreal Hey
0: hey look to him.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So does Rocket a little bit, I think. Rocket? Yeah. Uh I still like to Oh,
0: <laughs> rocket. <laughs> oh, girl. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so we've decided the American ladies are gay. Yeah,
3: pretty much. <laughs> and we like it that way.
0: But we do. And Layla Ali is all pregnant and stuff now. Oh, she is? Yeah, I she's know totally her. pregnant. So, oh, she's like doing like shows God. pregnant. Um, But. That wasn't what our third segment is about.
3: No, I think we are going
0: <laughs> to talk about Don't Ask, Don't Tell, don't but we got tell. a little distracted. Don't ask, don't tell. So listen to this clip real quick. So I know we talked about Don't Ask, Don't Tell last week, but uh, something exciting today out of um, the House of Representatives, they had their first hearing on Don't Ask, Don't Tell since the implementation um, of the policy in the early 90s. So we're going to listen wow. to just a quick clip. Um, and this is... Um, representative patrick donnelly um uh giving his intro and spiel and, and and this is on c-span you know how much i love c-span right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, right
2: <laughs> thanks Ms. chairman chairwoman uh first let me just say thank you to the panel for being here and your testimony today i'll introduce myself i'm patrick murphy i'm a freshman i was in the army and i was uh in 82nd airborne division uh, over in iraq five years ago uh, airborne that's right sergeant major um Ms. Donnelly, you testified that gays and lesbians cannot serve openly in the military because, and I quote, it will be detrimental to unit cohesion, end quote. In essence, you're basically asserting that straight men and women in our military aren't professional enough to serve openly with gay troops while successfully completing their military mission. You know, as a former Army officer, I could tell you, I think that's an insult to me and and to many of the soldiers. Uh, To answer your question, Mr. Jones, it was 24 countries Allow military personnel to serve openly um, without any detrimental impact on unit cohesion. Ms. Donnelly, can you please justify your position that American servicemen and women are less professional and less mission capable than service members of other foreign militaries?
7: I respect all our men and women in the military. By the way, Dr. Snyder, uh, Captain Ms. No, it's, it's Jones, actually is a friend Patrick Murphy. But I I think the – no, I had to answer the other question because it wasn't put to me directly. Um, I respect all the people in the military, and I think your question is not quite um, the essence of what we're talking about here. If we say that forced cohabitation is the new rule, and we're saying that if you don't like the way you feel, then just relax and enjoy it or tolerate it, is that fair? No, well, I Ms. Think, Donnelly, that's I think not actually have, the question. The question have, is, is that you're, say no you're saying
2: that you do not trust our military professionals to serve openly with other people that don't, me, might not me. be heterosexual when 24 other countries do it. It has nothing about forced cohabitation. Let me finish In fact, your question? we have May segregated cohabitation. Question? You can, but I don't want you to mischaracterize what my question was, Ms. Donnelly, with okay. all due respect.
7: You said professional, okay? Professional does not mean automaton. It doesn't mean that people are, are not human. People are human. People have sexual feelings. And they're not perfect. We know that in the armed forces, with all the wonderful men and women we have, we do have issues involving sexuality. Men and women have issues because they're not perfect. Right, Ms. Donnelly, and that's why increase... there's a
2: UCMJ and Army regulations and Marine Corps regulations, because if there's misconduct, now, it's my time too. Okay. Now, if there is misconduct, then there are regulations to deal with that misconduct.
0: Very interesting. So that was, um, that was, uh, uh, Representative Donnelly, um, questioning, um, Elaine Donnelly, I'm sorry, uh, not Donnelly. So, so, anyway, Elaine Donnelly is the person I'm talking about. So, she is for the Center for Military Readiness, who is, uh, pro, um, Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Yes. Um, who, um. So she's awesome, right? (laughs) And so what's funny is that she goes on to say, like, what about um, the gay men who are in a cramped submarine with other soldiers? Um, You know, which I can see. Like, I've seen that movie. Like, a bunch of shoulders, hunky soldiers in a submarine. (laughs) I mean, what are they going to do, right? So, uh, And she was questioned by Patrick Murphy, who himself, uh, the Democrat from Pennsylvania, who himself is uh, a... a veteran, so I just thought it was interesting and really ridiculous um, that Elaine Donnelly, this, the president of Center for Military Redness, would even say something like, you know, cramp submarine equals sex movie.
3: Right, exactly. Which might. Well, maybe that, maybe that's just her fantasy. Impressed, I, I know. I can know. have some
0: stuff that I have some stuff that Elaine can rent for me. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so if, we'll find out more about Don't Ask, Don't Tell, uh, and that clip was courtesy of Pam's House Blend.com. So what did we
3: decide? My Gladiator name is.
0: Rocket? No, no, no. I think
3: it was going to be hammer, but then hammer? I realized MC hammer. No, flame. So. I
0: thought we were going to say flame. Oh, fl-
3: oh, I thought you said there already was a flame. Oh, there is You're a flame,
0: be- but I think that I could fight flame. I think you could do like win. the joust
3: and like throw them <laughs> down and be like, I'm flame now.
0: <laughs> That'd be amazing.
3: You or, should do it. You should audition for no, the show. No, sparkle. Sparkle! <laughs> there you go. And you could like throw glitter as I you enter. I could blind
0: my enemies yes. with battle glitter.
3: That's right, and you would be just glowing with the glitter too. So they might call me you know, American
0: be- Gladiators. Call me. So so yeah. So what else is going on in entertainment news? Are you excited about Brangelina's babies?
3: You know, they have four already. So I'm not. I know. Terribly thrilled, but uh, yeah. I just only
0: fix- one of them is via Angelina's womb, though. Yeah. The other ones are Shiloh. Shiloh. The other ones are rented. No. Adopted. Adopted. That's yeah. What I meant.
3: Yeah.
0: <gasps> we have to talk about Estelle Getty.
3: I was just about to bring I that. I it's I so sad. I know. <laughs> who was your favorite Golden Girl? Was she your favorite? She was. So no. I really like
0: Rose because I really identified it how ditzy she is. Yeah. And For those cute. of you who don't know, Estelle Getty passed away yesterday. Um, who is, who is Sophia, mm-hmm. the, um, the the saucy um, Sicilian? So uh, so we, we do miss you, Estelle. Yes. Thank you for being a friend.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go into song now? Uh, I, I, have I have almost close out the then. show.
0: I think just then. So um, yeah, and finnison. then there was a lot of uh, news recently about the late night TV lineup, right? Because I think that next May um, Conan O'Brien is going to take over for Jay Leno.
3: That's right. And where now? Where is Jay Leno going?
0: Well, I heard that Jay Leno he's under contract with uh, NBC for a little while, but I heard rumors, actually in NPR, they were saying that um, he might switch over to abc really just to prove that he has like the staying power or whatever and then uh, conan o'brien slot's gonna be taken by jimmy kimmel okay no is that right And
3: who's gonna take so it's like they're just doing musical chairs is it jimmy kimmel
0: i don't know if it's jimmy kimmel who's that guy maybe it is jimmy kimmel
3: he's on abc right now
0: oh okay so then it's um who is he that guy who's in town with drew barrymore right now Hmm. which by the way have you seen around town
3: i have not have you uh, I'm waiting I, I'm to
0: not where I,
3: do you I, know where she's staying well I heard, can we report that on the air I always heard <laughs> I heard she's in boop
0: boop boop yeah so, I, I keep hearing about after the fact Jimmy Fallon that's who's this Jimmy oh Jimmy Fallon, Fallon. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's that funny but we'll see but he's
3: very likable people like him He's is likable I do like him he laughs at his own jokes a lot which I think makes people laugh at his <laughs> jokes so, um, so then
0: we have that in common yeah um, you, you, I'm with you so um, so
3: Drew Barrymore is in town how long is she in town for I
0: have no idea so so the other so I keep hearing about her sightings like after the fact I'm mm-hmm. like why didn't you text right. me so I heard that she was at Nectone last Friday and there she was the out bar and she was hanging out with Eve the rapper. I love
3: Eve the rapper. <laughs> if I walked by, I would burst into Who's that girl? I would. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I would oh, like to see that. I'm so sad. I missed Drew Barrymore at the Necto by a week. <laughs> what a tragedy. That's your
0: yearly your your yearly outing My yearly excru-
3: well, because what it is is my best friend Brent lives in New York, oh. and so when he comes in, he's always like, "Let's go to the Necto," we and so then go the I Necto. go, and I always feel old. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it, yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. So.
0: But no Drew Barrymore.
3: No Drew Barrymore. Wah-wah. Yeah. Oh
4: well. Well, fun, hopefully so. Drew,
0: I know you're probably listening, mm-hmm. so do come by the show sometime. Um so Please. um so American Gladiator name is now Glitter. So I'll be going by only Glitter oh program. i thought it was
3: sparkle 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 with
0: battle glitter excuse me <laughs> um glitter. hyatt what's your name let's come up with a name with hyatt hyatt can be the engineer with a capital dun, dun, dun. e and a capital r
3: that is yeah just let's, for a fact. I, yeah th- is that, that's your symbol oh he doesn't <laughs> have a mic <laughs> so we're trying to interpret his hand signals
0: well um, anyway so um
3: Oh, I was just going to say, I didn't know um, if we should talk about building bridges, too. That's not really entertainment oh, that's news, right. but that's, 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 uh, that's, that's news. Big. Yeah.
0: Um, you, I did just get this email about it, and it's tomorrow, right?
3: So, yeah, Thursday, July twenty fourth, and that's great. Uh, so four thirty.
0: It's the second event um, because it's all about this racial diversity, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So we need this movement for uh, cross movement activism and racial diversity um, in the LGBT community in Detroit, right? So, yeah. so building bridges. It's an eight mile demonstration, and so it's free. So it takes place tomorrow. Um, and um, people should gather at 8 Mile and Woodward around 4.30, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then people will have signs the peaceful peaceful um, movement and then um, and it will end uh, around 6pm um, uh, going to Palmer Park for Hotter Than July
3: Right, which right. was it was very fun, I, I was there last year, we were there last year at Eastern, it was very fun
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> so so learn more about um build bridges building bridges at goaffirmations.org um and hotter than july is this weekend as well and so that kicks off with an interfaith can live vigil tomorrow at 7 p.m yes excellent well kate thank you for being a co-host
3: yeah thank you for having we'll me we'll see you I next week it. you're gonna be yes. on with us next week yeah, right yep.
0: uh you've listened to class for close. Um, And I'll just let this song speak for itself. Talk to you next week.
2: Is it recording? Hello, this is Daniel Johnston. You're listening to WCBN F-M-A-N-N-A-R-B-O-R. Radio, radio,
6: radio, rock and roll.
0: Hey folks, you're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. My name is Dustin, I'm filling in for Saruman this week. Um, Behind me right now, you are hearing Little Bang Theory, local
1: group,
2: uh, CBN DJ, Frank Paul in fact, um, involved in this project heavily, basically is this project.
0: Um, So that's pretty exciting. Now if you have any requests, as this is a free form show and open to requests, the number here is 734-763-3500. If your request led up under the